Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. This podcast is designed to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and live the life you dream about. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 473. In today's podcast, I am sharing with you three main things, ultimately how to control your mind and the power of gratitude. I'm actually trying a new format and I'd love to hear your feedback. I've been going live on my different social platforms, doing much longer live trainings and That's what today's podcast is. Let me know if you like this format, the longer versions rather than short snippets. Listen all the way to the end. All right, again, let's get started. Three major overview topics we're going to cover today. The difference between empowering and disempowering thoughts, how to detach from your thoughts, because I want you to know you have thoughts, you are not your thoughts, big difference. And finally, the power of uh, gratitude. So let's begin there. There's um, something I teach over and over again. It's a foundational principle. And actually, let me just show you. So if you're only listening, I invite you to um, tune in. You can rewatch this on my different platforms, but especially on YouTube is a great place. So this is what I talk about often. It's called the thought cycle. I want you to understand that everything in your life, the first domino is your thought. And that's why today I want to cover empowering thoughts and disempowering thoughts. But as you can see here, your thoughts lead to your emotions and feelings, which result in the actions or inactions you take in life and ultimately creating every result. So if we get back to thoughts as a starting point, I want you to um, know that there's you have somewhere between 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day. Statistics state that 80% of our daily thoughts are negative and 95% of the thoughts you were thinking today, you were thinking yesterday. So as you can see, it's a repetitive, vicious cycle if you stay unconscious, if you are not aware. Again, let me repeat that. 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day. 80 of, 80% of those are negative until you take back your power, learn how to own your mind, control your mind rather than let it control you. And 95% of your thoughts you think today, you were thinking yesterday. So let's start there. If 80% of our thoughts the default mode is to be negative. Can you see how negative disempowering thoughts would lead to feelings of unworthiness and self-doubt and not enough and not capable and too old and too young and whatever your story may be. And that's what leads to things like procrastination, which I will go into on another training. We don't have time today. But procrastination is truly a symptom of a much deeper deeper rooted problem. And ultimately, again, these disempowering thoughts are creating where you're stuck in life, where you're stuck financially, where you're stuck in your business, where you're miserable at your job or your relationships or your health. Pardon the interruption. 
If this content is resonating with you, please be sure to leave a five-star review. I want to offer you some additional resources. Visit my website, heatherhakes.com, and sign up for my free video training on how to reprogram your subconscious mind. I also offer one-on-one coaching. I will help you create clarity and a roadmap so you can live the life you dream about. Best part? Everything I teach, you can start implementing right now. To learn more and apply, visit heatherhakes.com. Now, back to regular programming. That's why you can use that thought cycle to reverse engineer and realize everything begins with thought. So here's what I want you to understand and somewhere you can start. Understanding your thoughts and a process. Remember, you are not your thoughts. You have thoughts. That's the first step. Then it's about stepping into awareness and just starting Uh, This is what I teach my coaching clients. You've got to start taking like thought inventory. Simply observe and you'll know what you're thinking based on how you're feeling. So if you're feeling like shit or insecure or whatever thoughts, those disempowering thought feelings you're having, realize, oh, wait, what was the thought that triggered that domino effect of me feeling this funk? Is this making sense? I'd love to hear from you. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a yes. I want to know that you're uh, you're here with me. And the whole point here in this training, I just I want to help you literally take back control of your life. And the only way to do that is you've got to learn to own your mind and stop letting it own you. I'm sure many of you have heard of Napoleon Hill, his book. Think and Grow Rich is like the number one biggest selling in the personal development industry for, I think, like 110, 120 years now. Actually, I think more than that. But anyway, a book that's not talked about often that I love from Napoleon Hill is called Outwitting the Devil. This is not the devil in the biblical sense. The devil he talks about is that little nagging voice between your ears. And what happens is he says our biggest problem is having an undisciplined mind. That's why if you realize if you are living life on autopilot, going through life's motions day in and day out, trust me, been there, done that, then you know that life is very predictable and you're going to stay stuck. But when you learn how to discipline your mind, when you learn how to take back your power and own your mind, control your mind, in a good sense, then you stop falling off track and falling down that rabbit hole and creating the stress and mental chaos and the story that's keeping you stuck and playing small. Is this making sense? Because here's what I I love speaking in metaphors. I remember I I have a four-year-old dog and I got her this time four years ago. Puppy stage is difficult, but I want you to think of your mind just like that, trying to discipline your mind at first It's difficult because it's something new to you. Think about the first time you tried to ride a bike. It's difficult. The first time you tried to do anything, it's difficult. How do you get good at something? Consistency and repetition. And that's what the dog trainer really taught me. So I have my puppy. I'm impatient. I'm losing my shit. She is teaching me a lot. But guess what? When I learned to train my dog, now think of this as learning to train your mind. When I was consistent, when I disciplined her, when I gave her commands, she now is a very smart, very intelligent, very good dog. But she wasn't at first. 
just like your mind. If you don't take back control and get in the driver's seat of your life by disciplining your mind, by learning how to control these thoughts, you will stay stuck. Here's another way to think about it. Disempowering thoughts, think of them as clouds and just let them pass by. Because when we attach to them, when you have a thought of, I'm not good enough, self-doubt, I'm feeling insecure, um, there's no good jobs out there, I'll never get a job. I know that's a lot of pain points for people right now, money or work, whatever. When you attach to these thoughts, that's how you create suffering and down spiral, build momentum, go deep down that rabbit hole, and then you're out of control. Sometimes it could be months, right? Says the first 20 hours are going to suck. So just get started giving over the first 20 hours. Okay, so David is sharing that apparently some mentor of his, that the first 20 hours in doing something new are going to suck. Get over those first 20 hours and then it'll become autopilot. That's more or less what I'm getting from you. I think that's great and that's somewhere to start. However, I would never take somebody else's, you know, like they say a habit takes I've read as long as if you Google this, you know, some people say a new habit takes 21 days and some say, I think it was like 297 days. And it's like, well, which is it? It's whatever it is for you. So yeah, 20 hours might be a good starting point for me. It was like, you got to start small, start with one thing. So again, back to this disempowering and empowering thoughts. Now I want, let's take it a step further. Now I want you to think about it like this. Our thoughts the thoughts that you keep thinking create your beliefs and whatever you're focused on expands. So if you have a thought and you keep thinking that thought, now you have this belief about yourself. And if you have a disempowering belief about yourself, such as I'm unworthy, I'm not good enough, I'm never going to make do money doing this, I'm never going to find a mate, whatever it may be. Now you're creating momentum around this. And I just want you to know that when you start telling a new story that's planting new seeds, you will get new results because wherever your focus goes, energy flows. I've realized having so many conversations with people in all age ranges from all over the world, it's the same thing. Having an undisciplined mind creates the suffering. Start again. This is awareness. Start paying attention. When you are telling the story, are you always bitching and complaining and negative and talking about what's not working in your life? Be honest. This is radical honesty with yourself. If that's where you are, that's okay. Just become aware and realize if you stay negative and keep complaining and keep telling those stories, you're going to get more of the same. I also want you to know there's another reality available for you. On the flip side of that, when you change your focus, and we're going to talk about gratitude in a little bit, when you change your focus and you start talking about what's working in your life, you start focusing on what you actually want. Because despite your current circumstances, wherever you currently are in life, in any life bucket, it's, I just want you to know and realize that that is simply where your thoughts have been directed. So again, taking your power back and realizing like, oh, Dang it, I did it again. That's okay. But your current circumstances are results of your past thinking and habits. 
If you want change, you realize you have to start thinking and being different. And this is really the process I take my coaching clients through because your current state of being, wherever you are in your life, is a result of your thoughts and your behaviors time and time again. And from that thought cycle, thoughts create your emotions and feelings, the actions or inactions and your results. I want you to think of this more or less like version 2.0. Whatever you want to have, be, do, and experience in your life is available to you when you start showing up differently, when you change the focus of your thoughts, when you start, and this isn't woo-woo positive thinking, that is bullshit. That's only the tip of the iceberg because when we get really down into it, that's just using your conscious mind. So if you're using your conscious mind 5% of the picture, and you're using this new affirmation, I am wealthy, I am wealthy, I'm a millionaire, but your subconscious programming, your 95% of your operating system currently believes you are broke, rich people are jerks or stole or whatever your money story is, you cannot override using 5% of a conscious mind, your desire, you can't override 95% of that programming. This is what I call pull the weeds and plant new seeds. Again, this is all around our thoughts and awareness and observing. You've got to become aware of where you currently are. More or less rewrite the program if you want to speak in tech terms. Create that new operating system, which is how you are thinking and being to get new results. So let me walk you through a real life. This is from my personal experience. So you realize how much power you truly have. Sorry, hold on. I'm going to read someone's comment. Try to make it focus. Write it on a note where you read it every time you wake up. Yes, Thomas, thank you for sharing. This is something, again, uh, one of the tools and techniques I teach my coaching clients is a morning manifesto. Something I want to offer you, if you want to um, learn more about this work and really truly do the deep dive, starting in December, so that's just, we're less than two weeks out, um, I'm it's my new unlimited coaching program. This is going to be uh, group-based. I will come on weekly, really deep diving this. It's only $47 a month. You can cancel anytime. But I re- truly feel that this is a no-brainer if you're really ready to do this work. This is an offer I have for you. All right. So yes, uh, as Thomas said, write it out. Again, this is one way to start helping direct your thoughts and direct your focus. Something else Todd is saying, I think a key is not making things more complicated than it needs to be. Yes, but easier said than done when you're new to this. Todd is also saying, focus on your core values and what your base is and align your life with values. Yes, Todd, this sounds like some Tony Robbins speak. Um, I drank that Kool-Aid years ago. Here's the thing. A lot of people may not even know their core values. I have found... When I ask questions, when I, you know, especially early on with my coaching clients, what do you want? Do you know how many people don't even know what they want in their life? So if you don't know where you're going, how are you ever going to get there? But Todd, yes, I would agree. Um, It's about getting out of your own way. And so you got to get out of this, this trap, this, um, I love how Pam Gra also calls it your ass hat. When you listen to those disempowering beliefs and you create momentum and you fall down the rabbit hole, that's where you've got to discipline your mind, catch and replace, 
catch and replace. This is something I teach. All right. So a real life story. I'm going to tell you how I trained myself to get out of this rabbit hole and how far down I got, how stuck I got, and it was affecting every area of my life. So just a few years ago, starting my business, I was overcome, like paralyzed with self-doubt, which led to imposter syndrome beliefs because I had that thought of self-doubt. Then I created momentum, which got even bigger into imposter syndrome. Who am I to do this? And all of that led to procrastination, not taking action. So I was in this vicious cycle. I mean, vicious. We're talking, making no movement in my business, zero dollars in my bank account. But I was so stuck. I was so in my own way. And I know what it's like to be in the weeds. It's like hard to see out. That's why having a coach or an accountability, I call it an accountability buddy, an accountability partner accountability partner, because you're so far in it, they have a 30,000 overview to help you get out of that, right? To get out of your own way. Um, I think it's Einstein who said, you can't solve a problem with the same thinking that created it. Again, this is like, you've got to become so self-aware and directing your thoughts and focus to what you do want. Okay. So back to the shit storm I created for myself. And that's you also have to take 100% responsibility for wherever you're currently at. This is not beating yourself up. This is a lot of self-compassion and self-love and realizing and desiring you want more for yourself and more for your life. So anyway, we're talking months. I sat in this vicious cycle. It was bad. It got to the point I started applying to jobs and I quit my corporate job, my nine to five, because for me, it was soul sucking. I hate, I hated getting up every morning. I hit the snooze button multiple times, roll out of bed, go through life's motions, living on this hamster wheel. And I was like, oh my God, I can't go back to that. Like I can't go back to that. But I had put myself in this hole of not creating content, not having any coaching clients. And I, I, I was at literally like my back against the wall. I didn't have a lot of options. So I started applying to jobs and that felt awful. I was like, oh my God. And then it was like, I'm, I'm such a hypocrite. How can I go back and get a nine to five? And anyway, something clicked. Literally one day it clicked. I changed the focus from me from all this self-pity and this worry and doubt and imposter syndrome, I changed my focus. And I realized if I don't show up, if I don't change my thinking, if I don't change my current reality, other people who are sitting in self-doubt and procrastination and misery, I can't help them. And that's what ignited like the fuel within me, this fire, this passion. And this is where I say, let fear fuel you, not rule you. So I want to ask you, if you don't get out of your current rut, if you don't get unstuck in your current reality, whether it's your money, your business, your relationships, if you don't make change now, where will you be six months from now? How bad will it get if you don't change? So anyway, I changed my focus and I made it about working with people, helping people. That became my driver. Then I started back in creating content and built that confidence and belief. I know I can help people. Then I found evidence. This is I'm walking you through a process of how you can train your mind discipline to get out of that funk. 
So then I started finding evidence, you know, like, okay, I have YouTube subscribers. People are listening to my podcast. I've made money coaching. I literally had to talk myself into opportunity and that ability where our default is to talk ourselves out of this, right? We talk, we find excuses and justifications why we can't do something. I want to offer you the opposite. Find ways and evidence on why you can do something, on how you have accomplished things in the past. So anyway, fast forward and things changed for me quickly when I got out of that funk when I got out of my own way, as Tony Robbins would say, you burn the fucking boats, which was stop applying to jobs that I didn't even want. Go all in, put all my focus, all my energy on my vision. So I got clear on my vision, creating content. And guess what? I started attracting ideal clients and then I completely changed my reality. This is what I want you to know is possible for you too. But you've got to get out of your own way. And that starts with becoming aware and observing these thoughts, not latching on to them because that's what happens. You latch on to these disempowering thoughts. You create an identity that you are that thought. Remember, you are not that thought. You have thoughts. Totally different. And then that is how you can slowly build the mindset muscle, change your reality, literally any life circumstance. Okay, I want to go to Patrick. Um, how, how? Oh, and then I actually, I want to share with you, I got this perfect question this morning. And I've already, I had prepped for this call before I got this question. So that's how you've got to trust synchronicities and coincidences and like little breadcrumbs from the universe. You're on the right path. So hold on. How, when you realize you're growing old, that there are a lot of things you can't do now. There's so many disempowering beliefs in that sentence. And time is limited. Another uh, disempowering belief. Okay, Patrick, th thank you for asking. I really appreciate your question. Okay, so let me break this down. Again, this is my perspective and my point of view. Uh, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole today, but time is an illusion. Uh, time is eternal. It's everlasting, but our human experience, yes, time is limited. You don't know how much you have. You literally could die today and you could die in 50 years, but why don't you make the most of it, right? So um, your question is, how when you realize you're growing old, first of all, what's old, Patrick, because your picture, you don't look very old. And what is old? Like I was a kid and I used to think 40 was old. I'm on the verge of 40 and I'm like, I'm just getting started. Again, this is perspective. So what is old to you? There are a lot of things you can't do now. What, like physically? Um, or have you created this perception that you're too old to maybe venture into a new industry or a new career? Can you please expand on your question so I can really hit your pain point? And time is limited. Mm, I, I just, I don't see that. I don't see that. Patrick, if you're still here and listening, um, hopefully you can expand on that. But if, if not, if Patrick has um, jumped off, here's what I want you to know. The only limitations you have are always self-imposed. I mean, if you really want to go to it, there are people who have lost limbs that are in the Olympics, right? So only you can hold yourself back. Um, growing old, that's a belief. 
I know there are 80 and 90 year old people running marathons. So if you have a belief, oh, I'm 40, my knees hurt, I'm too old. That is a belief. So what I would offer you is find evidence of the opposite of whatever your belief is. And then ask yourself, is that really true? Am I too old? Am I limited? What can't I do now? I love this saying that the sky is not the limit. Your belief system is. He's saying thanks. All right, Patrick, I hope I answered that. If not, send me a message. Um, would love to bring you on live if that's something you're ever interested in. But hopefully I helped. Okay, now I want to show you real quick. This is something, a question I got this morning. Again, it's in line. So Phil asked, how would you teach or get people to, quote, believe and not doubt in your heart, end quote? So remember, beliefs are just thoughts you keep thinking. And if you're doubting, that means you have a disempowering thought or belief. Again, this is the whole catch and replace. And so what I offered Phil was, it really comes down to choice. You get to choose your focus. You get to choose where, what, you know, what fork in the road, empowering beliefs or disempowering beliefs. So then when I shared it with him, because I love metaphors, I love visuals. Your mind is literally a mental garden. The thoughts you think are the seeds you plant and ultimately you, you reap what you sow. So my, my offered him was because, you know, how do you get people to believe and not doubt? If there's something you really want and you've planted that seed, you have a thought and you have a desire. And the next day you're like digging around because like, are, are you down there? Nobody does that. Stop doing that. That's what doubt is. Doubt is literally digging a hole, checking on the progress. What you have to do is plant that seed and fertilize it with belief, fertilize it with like this trust and this knowing it will come your way. I love this saying, the how is never your job. You get out of your own way by getting out of your limited perspective of how you think something could come about and allow it to unfold. This is a lot of like letting go of control and control is like white knuckling. It's very fear-based. And then what I offered him was that everything has a gestation period and you may not know how long it is. As an example, um, a woman who, you know, is implanted with a baby, it's four weeks until that baby's born. So if you're six weeks in, you're like, I want my baby now. That's just not how it works. So trust, fertilize with faith and confidence and then watch it manifest. I just, I wanted to share that. I, I thought that was a great question. All right. So now, oh, wait, I do want to end with one more thing and then I'm going to open it up for Q&A because that's what we're here for. I'd love to help you. Um, Colonel Sanders hit his gold at 65. Yes, 100%. David, thank you for sharing. There's actually a long meme out there. There's a lot of people, a lot of people who were, quote, old, like 40s, 50s, 60s that like just got started. So again, the only limitations you have are, are self-imposed. Okay, so the third thing I wanted to touch on today, since we are in this phase of Thanksgiving, I don't want you to only have gratitude. I love the saying, an attitude of gratitude one day a year. This is something I learned when I was literally eight years old. I grew up watching Oprah after school. And when I was eight years old watching Oprah, um, maybe this time of year, I don't remember, but she spoke about a gratitude journal. And here's what I want to offer you. Again, this whole idea of disciplining your mind, disciplining your thoughts, having an attitude of gratitude is always finding 
possibility. It's always focused on the good. And I love how Dr. Joe Dispenza says that gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership. When you're in the state of gratitude, you're literally a magnet for more of that. So something I've practiced and implemented since I was eight, every single night before I go to bed, while I lay in bed, I think of at least five things from that day for which I am grateful. And I really do my best to think of new things every single day and start small. Even if you had, quote, the worst day ever, there's still something to be grateful for. Was the sun shining? You're in a warm, comfy bed. You have, you know, friends or family. You have food in the fridge. When you start this way, again, it's a small seed. It's a small daily mindfulness, intentional practice. Having an attitude of gratitude will bring more things into your life to be grateful for. Okay, Jamie just shared that our grandpa was 91 and still farming. See, look, like there's so much amazing evidence out there that age is just a number. It is. You're only as old as you think you are, and all limitations are self-imposed. Okay, I'd love to open it up now. Um, I've gone a little bit over, but no worries. Are there any questions you have specifically around this empowering versus disempowering beliefs, how to take back control of your mind, how to quiet that internal chatter, that monkey mind, that mental chaos, so you can get out of the funk and into possibility. Any questions you have, I'd love to help. Also, I want to offer you, I, I know some people are a little gun shy publicly, Um there, if, there are two different ways to work with me. One, I would like to offer you um, for additional resources. I have plenty of free and very low affordable offerings on how to work with me. You can visit my website, heatherhakes.com to learn more. Again, um, I shared earlier, but my new monthly membership unlimited at just 47 a month. Um, we're really going to deep dive and learn tools and techniques on how to master your mindset to transform your life. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I'd love it if you could leave me a review and remember to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. If you haven't yet, connect with me on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll catch you on the next episode.